Here are some of my thoughts on writing and life for January. If I had to choose one word to describe 2020, and no, it wouldn't be pandemic, virus, or COVID-19, it would be vulnerability. With no warning and no time to prepare, we found ourselves vulnerable to a pandemic that didn't exist as far as we knew in 2019. We were vulnerable physically, uncertain where the virus might be hiding or how we could protect ourselves from it. Advice was scarce in the early days and often contradictory, making it even harder to stay safe. And we were vulnerable financially. Businesses closed down and unemployment figures skyrocketed. Savings were depleted as we struggled to make ends meet with no bright spot on the horizon. Food lines stretched for miles. People lost their homes and medical bills accumulated. And we were and still are vulnerable emotionally. Those who have lost loved ones are grieving. Those who are caring for patients are experiencing psychological stress not unlike soldiers on a battlefield. And those who have thus far managed to escape COVID's clutches are afraid that it might still get them or those they love. And the enforced isolation intended to help protect us has exacerbated the loneliness that many were already experiencing, while those whose daily life had included in-person interactions struggled to deal with the ongoing separation from friends, family, and coworkers. I think back to New Year's Day 2020. It was cold. But the roads were, for the most part, clear, so I bundled up and went for my walk, determined to start 2020 off with a healthy activity. And a mile in, I hit a patch of ice and landed flat on my back. No bones were broken, but I was left with a massive bump on the back of my head and an overwhelming sense of fear. I felt so completely vulnerable, more than I had ever felt before. Thoughts ran through my mind. What if I lost consciousness? What if I'd broken my back? What if I had a concussion? I live alone. Who would take care of me? And when I tried to describe my emotions to a friend of mine, I just kept crying, saying, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Of course, I recovered. And the feeling of fear gradually faded away until COVID-19 entered the picture. And although I have been lucky so far to not have it knock me flat on my back, metaphorically speaking, that sense of vulnerability remains. What does this have to do with writing? Well, a couple of things. From a purely business standpoint, I found my plans for a big book launch for my newest book summarily canceled. And since I hadn't expected this to occur, I didn't have a satisfactory replacement to drive book sales and generate media attention. And my copywriting business took a hit as well, as many of my clients husbanded their financial resources, only spending what money they had to and holding off on any big marketing activities. All those financial goals I had set December 31st, 2019 for the coming year gathered dust as I struggled to find my footing and figure out how to go forward. 
Yet from a psychological standpoint, this sense of vulnerability was in many ways a familiar one. As writers, we constantly put ourselves in a position of being vulnerable, exposed, unprotected. Each time we write something and put it out there for the world to view, we're taking a chance. We put our writing out there, the book, the story, the poem, the essay, and if it meets with criticism, condemnation, or censure, we lose our footing and fall flat on our back. Winded, breathless, unsure how badly we are hurt and whether we will recover. For the most part, we do recover. Oh, the bruises may linger for a while, and we might take a more cautious approach when we start work on a new piece, but eventually we feel a little more secure, a little more confident, and a little less vulnerable. Until, of course, it happens again. And it will happen again, since rejection in its many forms is an inescapable part of the writer's life. And then the cycle starts all over again. Where was I? Oh, yes, vulnerability, the word for 2020, which leads to choosing a word for 2021. Everyone must pick their own, but for me, I'm choosing courage. Courage because that's what it'll take to deal with whatever is ahead in terms of the pandemic. Courage because despite the rejections I have experienced for my writing, I'm determined to still move forward. Courage, because the only alternative would be to live in fear, and that would be a terrible existence. I'm also choosing a second word. Optimism? Why optimism? I'll tell you a story. When my father was in his late 80s, after he moved to Florida following the death of my mother, he planted trees. Not shrubs, not flowers, but trees. Trees that would take at least 10 years to provide any shade from the Florida sunshine. It was a long shot, a longer shot than he knew at the time, since at 90, just a few short years after, he had a heart attack. And then at 91, he developed cancer. But he planted them anyway because, after all, you never know. The writing I do, my books and short stories, that's my way of planting trees. I don't know if they will grow, thrive, or provide any shade in the form of literary and financial success, but I'm planting them anyway, a whole darn forest of them. And those are just some of my thoughts on writing and life for January.